We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Here comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the post-game show, Alliance Packers. I am your host, Tyler. Joining my two guys, as always, Mr. Malcolm Harp here. We're talking about a win today. It's a miracle. We're talking about a win today. How are you boys doing? I'm doing great, man. Shout out to AG, bro. Finally, right? The defense, Kirby Joseph, the rookie, Aiden Hutchinson with a pick. The rookie stepped up, James Mitchell with a touchdown. Shane Zilstra with a touchdown. Who needs hot when you have Zilstra and James Mitchell, right? There you go. Malcolm, how you feel, man? I'm doing great, man. I mean, I, I love the way – I mean, this was – I mean, all right, let me let me settle down a bit. This game was a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I'm just glad that we came up on top. I, I, this was a game that – I even put on my Twitter. I said this is a game that was pretty much gift-wrapped to us. We can't blow this game because this game with all the injuries that they were going through, Aaron Rodgers is playing pissed off and frustrated and because he can't hit his receivers. The receivers can't really get open. It was just it was a game that was gift wrapped to us. And I'm glad that they closed it out. So that, that that's a big positive. Yeah, that's the big question is could they close out a football game? Because that's one thing they've proved that they cannot do is close out football games. They just did not know how to win a football game and you know, today they did that. And kind of like Malcolm alluded to, man, this was – it was just a lot – it was just a lot of bad football. Both sides, man, a lot of bad football from both these teams. But, hey, a win is a win at the end of the day. The Lions needed this very badly. You took advantage of a team that is struggling very badly right now. And, hey, you won the game. No one's going to talk about it again. You won the game and no one's going to complain, right? There, there is there, there is a huge positive about this game, though. We have an emerging star in our secondary. And it's yes. not it's not Jeff Okuda. I will, spoiler alert, what's Jeff Okuda? Who is it? It's Kirby <laughs> Joseph. You know what I'm talking about? No, I've been talking about all week about a guy that can make plays on the ball. 
he showed this game. This is what I've been waiting for the past three years is a guy that can make a play on the ball. And he showed it this game, man. So this this is a huge step forward in what they're trying to build here. Yeah. No, I mean, and, let's start off with the positives because I want to get into some more controversial stuff probably a little later in the show. But let's start off with the positives in that defense side, the ball today, and, you know, the game plan that they came in with today. And um, you just give your caps off to the defense and Aaron Glenn today. They came in with a good game plan, and they executed the game plan today. Um, you know, holding the Green Bay Packers offense to only nine points in this whole entire game, shutting them out in the first half, and just giving your team a chance to win a football game. They absolutely did that today. Perfect game plan. You know, they just took advantage of the Green Bay weakness right now. You know, they, they obviously missed a lot in the receiving core with injuries. They had some injuries throughout the game. But the Lions defense came up through, and, and, and they won the game, and they played really well today. Yeah. yeah, and another positive is we didn't really see a lot of, like, miscommunications in the secondary this week, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I don't know, maybe that's through the AP firing, I don't know. But whatever it is, the guys were communicating this week. There wasn't, like, any blown coverages. There was guys getting beat, but, I mean, it wasn't, like, that bad, though. I mean, what they, I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I got to go back to the tape. As far as the amount of time they played zone, this game is very, very, very minimal. I, I mo- mostly every play that I witnessed was a man, either a man blitz, or a cover one, a two man. Yep. It's like they really stuck to, which was the game plan. I mean, their their receivers are not a really a uh, receiving court that's going to create much separation. So you, this is a game that, like I said earlier, you, you got to trust your guys to be better than their guys. You got to trust your secondary is going to be better than their receiving court, and just man up and, and have Rogers hold the ball longer than he wanted to, which he did. But you I mean. He was able to escape the pocket and do what he wanted with his legs. That's that's another topic of another another day. But um, yeah. So as far as communication, they just play a lot of bad coverage. So there, there's not really much communication going on anyway. But there was some plays that you know, as far as communication with that 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 tip pass that Kirby Joseph did. I mean, there's just plays like that, man. Jerry, it's just <laughs> I like I like what they're doing. I'm not gonna just completely say Aaron Glenn fixed this because. Packers came in this game. No, that's they're completely depleted. I mean, I mean, uh, on offense, the ball. I mean, you, you can see that they were struggling. You know, so I'm not gonna completely say that Aaron got fixed it, but I like what I see. Yeah, no, that would be completely naive to say this defense is fixed after this one performance. Yeah, you bring up a lot of good points. This Green Bay Packers offense is depleted right now. I mean, they've now lost five games in a row, and you know their quarterback is frustrated right now. Like they just don't have. You know, they're they're not clicking right now. I mean, they don't have good chemistry with the quarterback and receiver right now. I mean, everything right now in that offense is it's wrong right now in Green Bay. It's just not clicking right now. Um, yeah, and, and the same thing goes the other way. I mean, the Lions defense showed some promise today with Aubrey Pleasant firing. And, you know, they showed a step forward today. But now how do you respond with that going forward? And that's what we're going to see going forward with the season and the next upcoming games. When you play better teams, you play better offenses, could you continue to do what you did today? And that's going to be the big question. But as far as today, it's a good step into the right direction. Now you just got to continue doing that going forward. Yep, I'm with you there. Yeah, but overall, I mean, secondary, yeah. Kirby Joseph, he was he was really fun to watch today. And, you know, he got two interceptions today. Pierre's been saying it's so like once he gets that one that first picked – you know, there's going to be many, many more to come. And yes, sir. He uh, followed up with this, another interception in the same game. You know, ended up with two interceptions in that game. But, yeah, I mean, you'll take it. The Lions defense, like, 
they did a really good job of not giving Green Bay Packers points. But the Packers were driving at some points, especially in that first half. And the Lions defense just played that bend on break and got some stops and got one lucky break when Rodgers hitting Derek Barnes' helmet and, and getting a, a stop there and getting an interception right there after. Yeah, Derek Barnes definitely just used his head on that play. But overall, man, I think the overall game, Derek Barnes played very, very, very well as well. He, he was did. probably another positive. I mean, as far as we're looking for the future, as far as like the guys like the Kirby Josephs, um, the, the, the Derek Barnes, and those guys, the, the young guys, stepped up really, really, really good in this game. So that's, I mean, if you're looking for just, you know, production as far as the young core, you're not really caring about the wins or losses, you're, you're probably feeling really good because those, those young guys really, really stepped up. They did. One thing you would probably nitpick around, and it's it's not nitpick, it's actually pretty a big issue. They didn't really generate much pressure as you want from this Lions uh, defensive line, especially uh, versus a Packers O-line that was kind of shuffling <laughs> some players with David Batiari and they had some guys questionable <laughs> coming to the week. They didn't really generate the pressure you would like out of that Lions D-line. Oh, man, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm seeing what, t- what Pierre put on here by um by Wheezy, um, Little Wayne. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a huge Packers fan, by the way. I mean – he, he kind of jumps around, but he, he for the past few years, as far as with Aaron Rodgers, he's been a Packers fan. And yeah, he, what he tweeted about the Packers uh, after they lost, I mean, he's not he's not too thrilled. He said RP to the season. RP yeah, to the is. season. It is. I mean, you just lost five in a row. It's gonna be really, 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 really difficult to bounce back and come overcome that. I mean, they're now three and six in early November. That's going to be tough to overcome. They're not playing good football, man. They're not at all, especially on the offense side of the ball. No, here's another mm-hmm. positive from today. DeAndre Swift only had nine touch, nine snaps. He had five touches for 50 yards out of those nine snaps. So even like a limited Swift, like that's 10 yards per play, right? So imagine once he's like good to go, this offense could could even go further. Like when yeah. he's not as limited, yeah, we know that. We know that. We just, we just, we're just waiting for the day when he's not limited. That's that's the day we're waiting for. I mean, we're, hopefully, we see it one day. I mean, right now is the offense is brutal know. today, though. That's if that's one thing they did enough Jesus. to win the game. They did enough to win the game, but man, ouch! Jerry and you know Goff. what? Usually, usually, I'll, I'll be the one to say, okay, yeah, this is the reason why Jerry Goff didn't probably play well. Shit, there was some throws on there. I was just like, what? <laughs> he was like to the Packers, you guys could win this game. I don't want to win this game. No, J- Jared Goff did everything possible to try not to win this game. He did everything possible to try not to win this football game today. I was like, what? I mean, and then this is Jared Goff, and then some play calling, I didn't agree with as well. Like, I know everybody won't talk about. I mean, are we done talking about the positives, or are we going to shoot to the negatives? Talk, right about, talk, about, the, talk about the offense. So it's a lot talk of necessary here. <laughs> Are we going to talk about a positive offense? Or, I mean, I'm just trying to think of any positive. I mean, I like the running game play did their part. The running game did their part. Yeah, O-line did their part for most of the O-line line did their part. The O-line, though, bro. These false starts and these holding penalties need to stop. They've they've done these consecutive. Well, not all of them was on the offensive line. Some of them was, like, on Brock Wright. No, there was one on Tom Kennedy. Tom, Tom Kennedy with a holding play. Yeah. The O-line it's, it's had rough. a few of them, though. Well, like. Three of them, two or three of I them. I think it was only two. I think they're both on Decker. I mean, like that's not ideal, but like Decker, that's just Decker, man. I think that that could have been like that his whole career. He's, that's he's not Ragnar had one he's going, too. Seventy-seven. He did. I probably I can't, did. I can't think of on time. I, I can only so. really think of the I can only think of the Decker ones and then like Brock Wright and Tom Kennedy. Yeah. When they say sixty-eight, it's because kind of like a common theme. Yeah. <laughs> also sixty-eight, <laughs> holding sixty-eight, like fuck. Hey, prior podcast listeners. 
It's your boy Malcolm here, and if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. No, but um, I mean, they did their job, though, as far as the offensive line. They, I thought they, you know, held up for some pretty solid pass rush. We talked about Gary in our pregame show and, you know, how the season he's had. I mean, he got out eventually in that game. He got injured with one of their million injuries in the game. Uh, but yeah. Jared Goff, man, he just could not get clicking today at Ooh. all. It's probably one of the worst games I've seen from Jared Goff. And, and a lot of it could be because of the leaving of TJ Hawkinson, which – T.J. Hawkinson was a leading receiver on his team. I mean, so maybe without T.J. and without his, his Josh Reynolds, I, I mean, maybe that was a cause of it. They just been bad. They, 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 today was probably his worst game I've probably seen all year. Yeah. And like there, there was no pick sixes. There was only what one interception he threw. Yeah, it was a very bad interception. A very bad interception, but he could have he could have easily been four, three or four interception game for him. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it was a really rough game for him, man. I I I have nothing. I have like if you're looking for Malcolm to try to back up Jared on this, you don't have it because I have nothing. It was this is a a, a pitiful performance, and he could have he could have single handedly threw his game away. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, could have. Yeah, he almost did. He almost did between him and and Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson has some questionable calls too. That I, I didn't personally didn't agree with as far as like play calling, but yeah, Jerry Goff is rough. Yeah, I'm with you there on Ben. I didn't think he had his best game, but I think in the red zone he was sharp. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, no, it was it was an interesting day offensively, man. They had many opportunities. Like once the defense got a big stop, big interception, you know, get some points where you're not even put in the situation for Aaron Rodgers to beat you within the game. But the Lions' offense just could not get away with that and that would be the story of the pod like main story of the pod if the Lions lost this game it's just how this offense was just not giving this defense anything 
defense just played out of their mind. You know, at the end of the game, they took advantage of a, a weak Packers situation, like I said. But the Lions offense had many opportunities to just close this game out a lot earlier and not be put in the situation for Rodgers to even have an opportunity to come back and where we're all stressing out uh, at the end of the game. They had so many opportunities to put it away, and they just could not capitalize and, you know, score points and, and put the game away. And, I want to – oh, go ahead, go ahead, Pierre. Another thing is, man, shout out to the rookies, bro, right? Hodginson, a pick. Kirby, two picks. Kirby with a big pass breakup that could have been a touchdown. Um, yeah. James Mitchell, touchdown. Uh, Rodrigo always plays well. He got hurt during that game, though. Like, this rookie class, Zach – or not Zach, I'm sorry. Josh Pascal made some really nice plays as well, a couple plays. This rookie class, man, is starting to come alive. They had a good game. It's nice yeah. to see. It's nice really to good see. Game. Way better than the uh, – what's the class with TJ Hawkins? 2019. 2019. This is way far far exceeds that draft drop class because <laughs> even – Even like last year's draft class, right? Derek Barnes looked great today. And he's looked like really good the past few weeks. He's starting well, to settle in. Yeah, this was a good game for him. I wouldn't yeah. say he's been great or good this year. But no, it was yeah, the the, 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 really this good, game. Though. Since the bye yeah, week, he's been good. He, he's, been, he's been solid. But this is, this is a game that he really showed – like on the stats and as far as in the game showed it yeah. that you know he's being being very productive. I want to talk about there's a a play on there that a lot of people on Twitter was probably like in the beginning again people was kind of like going back and forth about it. It was a fourth and one um call when Dan Campbell decided to go for it. Now a lot of people were like, oh we should we could have had three here, we could have had three here. People were really bad. There's some people pissed off about it. Yeah. What was your guys' thoughts about it? You know how I feel about it. I'm go for it all the time. Yeah, you're your captain. Go for it. Yeah. You're Dan Campbell's little brother on his yes. mother's side. Yeah, <laughs> no, here's the thing, bro. Like, you guys look at the negative, but you have to think if they get it, if they execute on those plays, it's like you you, you have a better chance of winning the game. And if yeah, you don't get it, it's all the way still like they still have to march down the field, right? If you punt it, what's the difference? Like, you could have put it. That's a chip shot. It, it's okay, a field goal it's, chip it's shot. Three points, but like. Man, get seven, get six. You know, how do you feel about Tyler? How how do you feel about Tyler? I was fine. It was fourth and one. It was early on, you know, early enough in the game where I think it was fine to go for it. Um, You know, I I think the way they looked at it was, you know, you don't want to sell for field goals, especially early on. You didn't really know what offense we're going to get out of that Packers because was that that the first drive of the game? I think it was the first drive of the game, like before we even saw the Packers offense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what to expect out of that Packers offense coming out. I thought it would be a very mad Aaron Rodgers. Like, he was mad, but I thought he was going to be like coming out angry, like playing well today. So you don't want to settle for just three points there. So I'm okay with setting the tone, getting a touchdown, maybe the first drive of the game, getting a touchdown, and you know, letting your defense have some confidence with the 7-0 lead at that point. So I wasn't too frustrated with the call. Maybe the play call itself wasn't great. I mean, it was it just uh, the pressure got to him. Jared Goff couldn't make a throw to Tom Kennedy. I mean, he was actually open. So, it is uh, yeah. What it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you guys. I, I agree with that play call. Uh, not the play call. I agree with going for it 100. percent Yeah. As far as being fourth and one and going on the empty backfield, do not agree with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I did I, not agree. Empty backfield on fourth and one, spreading it by. Yeah, that's why the pressure got to him. They just to put an extra uh, rusher in, to to get the golf. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's that, that was a bad idea. Now, they would have just, this is why I say, like, sometimes you got to trust your strength, man. Like, their strength is their offensive line. Just go for, just, just go heavy and, and just run the goddamn ball. Fourth and one, 
fourth and inches. That's what you're, that's what the team's supposed to do. I, I didn't agree with I ain't, I did not agree with the, the the play call. I think the play call was terrible. But going for it, you're fourth and one, man. Is you you're on their territory. You're like on like the 15 yard line or or the 10 or something like that. Either the 10 or 15. I don't know which one it is, but they're damn near right there. I mean, there there's no reason to fourth and one to kick the field goal because if they did that, you would have had half of the fan base pissed off. Yeah. Like, why did he go for it this time, Dan Campbell? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was fine with it going for it. It was fourth and one, like I said. Play call could have maybe been different, but overall, the decision-making from Campbell, I'm okay with it. Not going to nitpick about that one. Now, the one I was not happy about ended up Oof. working out. End of the game, man. I don't like that, dude. I know Peter's going to say, oh, you got to go for it. End the game there. No, man, I don't like that at all. Well, I don't like get it. I don't like giving – I do not like giving the ball to Aaron Rodgers on the 50-yard line. But when if you he's score a touchdown and win the game. Bro, like, you there can't you just say I don't like giving the ball to Rodgers. If you get it, it's game over. That's on execution, bro. That's on the players. They had a good play call. Golf threw a bad pass to Amon Ross St. Brown. The protection didn't hold up. Yeah, but like, That was probably one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. See, and that all factors into the decision. If Why, though? Offense... You're trusting your players Hold to up. go make a play to end Let me the talk. game. Let me talk. Let me talk. Your offense is not clicking today. It obviously wasn't clicking all day. I don't like putting the game on the offense at the end of the game. Just punt it. Your defense playing well. Let Aaron Rodgers march 90 yards on the field. 95, 90 yards on the field. I, I trust that more than my putting my defense on the 50-yard line and putting Aaron Rodgers only have to score uh, drive down 50 yards to go score a touchdown. I, I like the odds of 95 compared to 50 if they don't pick that up. Dude, you need three yards. You need three yards. It's not like you're telling me 10 yards. You need three yards, okay? Okay, but three yards is not a given in the NFL. It's not, bro. But, like, it shouldn't be that hard, though. Like, that's on the players, in my opinion, not on the coaching staff. That's on the players from that. Like, that was an awful pass by Jared Goff. He throws it better. It's probably a nice catch by Amon Ross St. Brown. And it's the first down, and And he's probably over. And that's the point. He's not clicking right now. So why are you putting the trust in him to end the game? Because if you don't get it, you trust your defense to make a stop. That's exactly what they did because the defense was playing well, right? Yeah, but it's you agree it's a lot more difficult to drive down 95, 90 yards compared to 50 yards. Sure, but they still stopped them. It worked. They got the stop. So, I mean, at the end of the decision, it won them the game. You know I what just, I didn't like, Tyler? I didn't, I didn't like, like the zero blitz by AG, bro. At what point? At what, what point was that? It was the play where Okuda got beat. They blitzed everyone. It was one-on-one. It was that last play. You oh, pushed. well, yeah, the, the yeah. one where they forced the fumble like and then it went out. That's just he's, not working. He's, I mean, they got there. He's just – Jeff Kuda just didn't cover well. He got lost in coverage. Rodgers threw it, though. Like, they, they didn't get him. He just threw it up. I, I, I got he, lost in coverage. I definitely thought he overthrew that. Like, when you saw that, like, just in real time watching that, I thought he overthrew it. I thought game was over. But uh, the wide receiver yeah. adjusted yeah. to the ball, made a play on the ball. Yeah, it was a hell of a play by the receiver. One Jeff Okuda got lost. Jeff Okuda did this. Is probably Jeff Okuda's roughest game this year. Jeff yeah, Okuda it was a got, got torched a lot. Yeah. yeah, he'll bounce back. I'm not worried about him. Um, I thought Will Harris, shout out to Will Harris, man. We've given this guy a lot of shit the past few years. I think he's found a home at corner. I really do. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Will Wait, Harris. what game did you watch? What do you mean? That man was getting beat left and right, man. No, I thought he played well. Yeah, Will Harris. Yeah, you need to go back and rewatch that game. <laughs> there was some like there was man like there was a, a a man coverage play. I think it was probably cover one. And I, I swear to you, Christian Watson created the largest separation I have probably ever seen on a man coverage play. 
It was like he gave up. Like it was like a 15, 20 yard separation. There was a play just like just 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 on the ten and in ten yards. It just ran a ten and in. Malcolm, I'm there was a was... play though. Um, what do you call it? He uh he knocked it out. Where, where, where the Lazard it? one. That was that, yeah. That, that was, was that was big, and the tackling was really good too, bro. Like I'm not saying he played perfect, but he's improved, man. Better than Amani. You know what I mean? Oof. He he. You know what? I, I did really like that play he did when he broke up that play. That was that, that showed great awareness to the way to put his hand in there. Because he he's the one that caused that that play to for for Lazard to incomplete he, that pass. He did. Yeah. But. Man, he was a. I think they they were picking on him a lot today. Most of the plays were on him. It was either on I him think necessarily on him, bro. I think the pass rush wasn't getting there. Riders had all day to throw. No, I, what, what I mean, like in in the man coverage when they had him in man coverage, like he was getting torched. A lot. Yeah, the only corner that I thought really played well today was uh, Mike Hughes. They didn't really target his his side too much. I mean, Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes is probably the the, the cleanest corner of the day. Yeah, they just didn't really target him that much, and I thought he was doing good with his assignments. Yeah. Another guy, I thought CJ Moore played well when Kirby Joseph got yeah, right. Yeah, he, he made ball. a hell of a play on third down with the he PBU. Did. And then that, that, that plays like that is what I'm talking about, man. We need more PBUs. That's, that's, that's what I like to see. And then even Jeff Kuda came with a big PBU and then, and, um, for that two point conversion. After getting which, was, which, was, which, was, which was good, which is good, but I mean, that was the only highlight for Jeff Kuda for the day. Well, I would say another highlight for Jeff that's going to go kind of underrated because it didn't end up going our favor. But Jeff Kuda, after he gets beat, the wide receiver gets up and forces a fumble and gives your shot gives your team a chance to end the game right there. I mean, if they recover that, the game's over. Yeah, he didn't give up on the play, so that, that's good for him. Yeah. But, he, but yeah, you yeah, obviously don't want to. He had, a, he, had, he had a rough game today. He did, yeah. But you know, um, what were we saying? Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> um, let's. Oh, going going back to the Dan Campbell play call. That's what I want to go. Dan Campbell. Yeah, you didn't, Malcolm. What's your thoughts on that? Me? What's talking about the the fourth and three going for it instead of punting it? I I didn't really care to be honest with you. I was fine with it. If you would have punted it, I would have been fine. If you would have went for it, I would have been fine. I just hope they had a really good play call. I mean, I I don't know, man. Is something safer? I, I I don't know. Jared Goff was he was playing terrible today. So to put the ball in his hand is not the ideal thing to do. So I don't know. I wish I did, get, did something with Swift that got Swift involved in that play. Yeah, I was about to say that. You know what play works and it's really hard to cover? The Texas route. You don't like Yeah, if they would have came out on, you know, third, you know, and, and did that, I would have been more comfortable. But Swift wasn't even on, out on there in that play. He wasn't, no. So Texas route is a, is a cheat code in Madden for sure. <laughs> Bro. Not if you're safety. Not if you're using the um. If you're you're gonna be the user and, and well, you're if, using if, the linebacker. If you're playing a noob on Madden and the Texas route would destroy their defense every time. Oh yeah, because because noobs they only use the um defensive lineman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but you guys remember Stafford and theoretic every two minute drill. Oh, dude, that, that was, was unstoppable. That was uh, that was beautiful. That was so beautiful. Right there. Especially in 2016, 2015, 2014, all those years. Not 2016 because he was the hurt, but 2014, a lot of that. That was fun, man. I remember that game in London. He was he was killing it. Was sure. it, was our was our OC that time Jim Bob Cuda? Uh, 14 was Joe Lombardi. No, uh, no, Joe Lombardi. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards, it was JBC. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if if you guys care about analytics, I don't give a shit. But analytics tell analytics tell you that was the right play call for, for the fourth and three for the people that you know. Or Pierre, Pierre, that's what Pierre follows. But Pierre yeah, follows analytics. That's that's, that's, Pierre, that's Pierre's Bible. It's relax. <laughs> on top of that, um, you're one and six football team. You got nothing to lose, bro. Like if you get that, it's game over, right? So, and if you don't, your defense is playing well. You have confidence that they'll make a stop. That's how right. I thought of it, honestly. And I want them to go for. It. I would have been pissed if they punted it, honestly. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you guys a question. From a scale of one to ten, how confident were you that we were going to stop Aaron Rodgers from scoring the game-winning touchdown when he had the ball back after we failed it to the fourth down play, and they were like, "Oh, here we go, Aaron Rodgers has the ball last minute." How confident were you that we we're going to stop him? Eight. eight. You were eight. Yeah, I was a, a two point five man. <laughs> I, 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 I thought playing all day, bro. I, I, shit all day. I, 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 man. I, I, I was like at a zero. Not gonna lie to you guys, I thought the game was over after. Uh, <laughs> yo, I was yeah. like literally like at a two point five man. Like, he, it, it's I get it. He's bad. He'll play bad all game. But when you have these certain type of quarterbacks, like these elite guys, like the the, the Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's, you don't want to give them the ball the last minute to, to try to win the game because on the 50 yard line, <laughs> on the 50 yard, because more likely they're gonna find that magic and then they're just gonna win the game. So when we didn't convert, I honestly was like, oh, here we go. I, I, that's why I felt that's how I felt. But defense stepped up, we won. Shoot, we actually gonna have a victory Monday, man. I'm almost about to cry. Not, not, Bro, you know, this is you great. Know, you know what? I got really low too is once that receiver made that hell of a catch too on the zero blitz. I'm like, this is over. There's no way we win this game. I even had my head down after I made the catch. I didn't even see the fumble in real time. And I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? I see the ball is loose, and uh, there's not a call yet on the field. I'm like, do we just win the game? And I see the replay. I'm like, oh, no way. I had my head down, though. I, 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 was, I was pissed. I was, I was done. Uh, I'll say this, though. When they completed that pass, like, my confidence went down a little, obviously. But yeah. no, I, was, I was confident, bro. You're a better man than me. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. Yeah, you're a better man than me, man. Because uh, usually, when you're gonna say Aaron Rodgers last to get the ball the last minute or two to win the game, I don't know. I don't feel too confident about that. Yeah, I mean, when you, I mean, it was Kirk Cousins or somebody else. I'll be, I feel different. It was somebody else. I feel different, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Right. He destroyed us in the past. Like, we, yeah. see, I, I, we, we witness really crazy shit from Aaron Rodgers. You know. Yeah, you want to bring people up. Yeah, yeah man. Let's, let's do that, man. All right, I, yeah. Th- yeah. I thought after, though, I thought that was like just an old story we've seen all year. Nah, yeah. bro. I was like, yeah. we're winning this game. He's not going to do this shit again. I swear I was telling myself that the whole time. You're a better man. Mike, what's, what's up, man? What's up, guys? What's up? Yo, Malcolm. What's up, what's up Mike? Man, what's up, man? You still keeping receipts on golf? Yeah, yeah, like I said, man, Gary Golf had a really, really, really rough game. Okay, because I need a, I, I, just... I need a refund, man. I need those holiday receipts. You know those ones that you can return all the way like six, nine months later. Because he was bad. Today. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he had a rough game, man. man I, I told is... what, this, this, I told you he's not going to be good until he has some people to work with. Oh man, I just think that's uh, unfortunately with this guy. I think it's, I think. That it's a little too late. The thing is, the thing is, Jared Goff is not going to be here next year. I mean, we we all established that. We all know that. Yep. But as far as you want to see, like him to play solid football, it's not probably not going to happen until he has a, at least a number one receiver. Yeah. I mean, listen. I wanted to ask you guys. So there was a, there was talk that um, they they might not see Jameis uh, until the week fourteen. I mean, have you guys? I mean, 
you guys with that or have you heard anything else other than that? First of all, are you inside of a thunderstorm right now? Like, are you inside of a tornado? Tornado, not a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, all I heard was... I'm leaving Ford Field. I was leaving, like, the like, area in Ford Field. And it's oh, so you went to the game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how was it, man? Uh, sorry. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> I can't even front. Sorry. You know? But it's cool. You know what I mean? Listen, it's good to get out a little bit. But... No. Yeah, man. well, repeat your question because we couldn't hear it. I, I, said, all, Jam- I said, James, Jameson Williams, they say he's not coming back to week 14. Have you guys heard anything different? Uh, late November is what Campbell said. So, yeah. probably, I don't, I don't know, they gave it like a week, or, but they did say like sometime in November. So, target- I'd say Thanksgiving, yeah, maybe. So, that would take it to what, like week 13, 14, then that's right, Ugh, right yeah. after Thanksgiving. You got that. I mean, is he like- even worth bringing back at that point? I think you have to play him, bro. He has to get used to NFL speed and all that. I would be completely fine if they shut him down, honestly. just I would too, but I feel like you, he has to like feel the NFL speed, feel the NFL corners, get a feel for all that. I think it's good for him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It is good for him. It is good yeah. for him. Yeah, Mitchell showed good soft hands today. I watched him exclusively, and uh, he looked good. He's a good natural athlete, which I was excited to see. Um, you know, a Kirby Joseph obviously is, is a stud. Um, Barnes, I think when they put him in position to just run downhill and make plays, he does well. I know that's Pierre's boy. Uh, Ali McNeil had a good, you know, good game. I, I think, you know, I think this is what we want to see, man. The win is nice. The, win is nice. But the thing is, is like, you know, I think we just want to see players develop, and I'm excited to see kind of what we can do. You see, Hawkinson had about nine catches, too. So <laughs> That's because Minnesota utilizes tight ends more in their offense than Detroit does. Detroit just doesn't like – like, tight ends are not a big part of Ben Johnson's offense. Did, 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 did they win? They, they did I think win. They, I think they did. Kirk, I heard Kirk said uh, yeah, you like that again they today. Won. They won. Wait, that son of a bitch said that again? And, and they played in Washington today, too. So he got to reenact the whole thing in the locker room and everything. Yeah. No, the, you know what? No, they, they got, they got, they, they got yeah, they won a close one. Listen, I think I'll let you guys run after this. But what I will tell you is, is like, you know, I, it's the last thing. And I, I want to listen to you guys. Ben Johnson. Is, 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 is the pedal starting to come off the rose a little bit with him? Because this offense is smelly. And the running game has been smelly. I watched today. The offensive line got their ass kicked for the, probably the fourth straight game since the since the New England game. Um, I, I don't know. This offense is very predictable. It's very easy to tell, and I'm not even a professional when they're running and when they're passing. And they run the same type of route. Uh, you know, the the, the 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 marriage of the routes is very different. It's, it's very similar. And I just uh, I'm starting to worry a little bit about Ben Johnson. I wouldn't say the offensive line got their ass kicked today. I, yeah, I they did. Did they get like over like 130 rushing yards? Like in the team to combine? Yeah, they averaged 3.8 on the ground, and then I believe golf was only 137. The team had 117 rushing yards. Yeah, no, I, I disagree. I don't think the the pedals are falling down with Ben Johnson. I, I think he's actually doing a pretty good job for for what is give. I'm not a good job. Like I'll settle, settle back and say he's not. You know he's not doing a great job. Right now, he's not right? perfect. He's not perfect by all means. He's not perfect. He's not. He's not perfect by any means. But do I think the offensive line is playing bad? No. I think the only bad game they really had this year was New England, 
And then the running game, I think, has been fine. I think, you know, even without Swift, I think it got going last week. Um, I think it got going this week versus Green Bay. Um, it was okay versus Dallas. They just weren't punching the ball in the end zone. But I, I think the only game where the offense was, like, really, really bad from, like, every aspect of it was New England, the game they got shut out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you on that one as far as – um. Ben Johnson. I think he's he's trying to work with what he has. I mean, he does have his questionable calls, but at the end of the day, man, this game we got to really look at. All right, T, you know, TJ Hawkinson was our leading receiver coming in to this week. I mean, as far as what we had, and you lose TJ Hawkinson, even though he doesn't look like he's very productive, but he's our leading receiver. Yeah. So you lose TJ, you lose Josh Reynolds, who's pretty much golf has probably the most trust with on this team, even though Josh Reynolds is be fucking up from time to time. Um, you lose Josh Reynolds' game, and now you're working with Amon Ross St. Brown and a bunch of unknowns. So, it's just, it's, I think he's just having a rough patch of what, he, what he's working with right now. I feel like also with Ben Johnson, like, this is his first time also as a play caller, so he also has to adjust to it. Like, you know, when you have all your guys out there you're humming, you're going, everything's good, swift, all the receivers are healthy, everyone's healthy. But then, you know, when guys start to fall a little, you're, he's kind of learning on the job. It's his first time calling plays, right? Yeah. So I still have a lot of trust in Ben Johnson, but, like, he's had his moments. Yeah, and I, I think something that comes up with, too, is that you mentioned that he's a first-time OC. People are going to adjust what he's doing well. I mean, they saw what he was doing the first four weeks, how the offense was the number one scoring offense in the league. They're going to adjust to see what they see on film and try to put that on defense. And, you know, I think New England maybe masked some things. They showed that if you man coverage these guys and press these guys that are not great receivers, that you can get some success on this Lions offense and they're not going to score many points. So he's trying to adjust on that too because, you know, we say it. Once the film is out, the film is out. It's a copycat league and they're going to copy what you are doing um, or what defense are doing to get stops versus your offense. And I think that's something that Ben Johnson has to learn as well, that he's got to adjust as well um, on the job week in and week out. You can't come in doing what you're doing every single week and expect that's going to work every single week of the year. Yeah, 100%, man. I think that's what, you know, since since probably that New England game, man, that's, they've been seeing a lot of man coverage. So, yeah, like you said, the copycat league, man. They, they know there's really not a deep threat. You know, whether it's the receivers or golf connecting with them, is they know there's no deep threat there. There's nobody just press your man. And have Jared Goff hold the ball longer than he wants to, and hopefully, you know, you're you can get pressure on him. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what teams are doing. That's what they did today. Honestly. That's what that's what you have. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you press you press the receivers. I mean, nobody's creating separation. And Jared Goff now is like, oh, the, my first option's not there. My second option's not there. My third option's not there. And then now there's a blitzer right in front of his face, like a edge rusher right in front of his face, and then he panics. So either something bad happens, or he gets sacked, so or he fumbles. So, I mean, that's that's the game plan. You yeah. know, adjustment I noticed with him today, actually, with Ben Johnson, was he had a guy, he's done this multiple times in the game, but he did it more today. He had a guy basically running on the motion while they snapped the ball, which causes separation because you're not pressing him. You can't press when a guy's running in motion, right? Yeah. You can't. No, so can't. if they do more of that, honestly, and do like more eye candy stuff, I feel like it'll confuse uh, the defense a little as well. I think. Or, or- you know what I thought was so wild today? <laughs> Not wild, but we've seen it. But when I saw Dan Skipper motioning at tight end, and yeah. then he goes back, Oof. and that was funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say, or at least just get number one option. Somebody that, could, that the defense can respect. 
that they can yeah. stretch the field, that you know, like, all right, it's not going to be a good idea to play cover one or, you know, man coverage with this team the whole game because this guy could potentially beat us. So uh, we just need a guy like that. I mean, shoot. We have we'll him. See. Uh, hopefully he'll be back in a few weeks. Yeah. No, I think they just – I think Ben Johnson also has to work with what he has right now. I mean, you don't have your starting receiving core outside of Amon Ross and Brown. You got to work with what you have and get you guys in the right position. I think that's something he's also learning on the job. But like we saw a little bit today, get some quick, uh, quick screen passes to, to Khalif Raymond, let him use his speed. We saw it with Swift a little bit today as well. I think you want to see a little more of that too. You got to use what you got. That's the really good coordinators in the league. What they do is they'll maximize with whoever's on the field, injuries, trading guys, whatever. And I think that's something he's learning on the job. And I think we saw a little bit of that today, and just kind of want to see a little more of that going forward. You know what? I, you know like. I'm kind of kind of shocked we haven't seen it this year. Like I know, like towards the end of last year, when the Lions were having a lot of success offensively, we all saw Swift in the backfield. Yeah, I, I'm shocked we don't like we haven't seen Swift in the backfield at all this year. You mean uh, wide out, line out? No, no, I'm not Swift. I'm, 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 I take that back. I mean, I'm, I'm around St. I'm, I'm around. Uh, yeah, I'm around St. Brown. Uh, okay. We haven't seen him in the backfield at all this year. Yeah. And then last year, towards that stretch, they used him in the backfield to create those mismatches. That is true. And he could he could be that guy, you know, while Swift heals up, and you want, you know, you get Amal Raw back there, and then you have him getting those mismatches against those receivers, and use him out there. Yeah, not receivers. I mean, I mean the linebackers. That's the, not receivers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you know what I mean. Also, like, hasn't he also been dealing with some injuries? So we'll see. Maybe we'll see that more later in the year. I don't yeah, know. I mean, we saw it, the Niners with Shanahan. They used to do that. Not as much now. They still do it a little bit with Debo Samuel. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown's skill set is very similar to a player like Debo Samuel. Not saying he's the same player as Debo, but skill set-wise, I think they're very similar. And we saw Shanahan. He loves you know using Debo all over the field, if that's at the outside receiver slot, in the backfield. And you're right, Ben Johnson and Ben Johnson and Campbell, when they were the play callers at the end of the year last year, once they demoted Lynn, we saw that in that stretch where their offense is really humming, where they would move around Amon Ra all over and on the outside, the slot, the running back room or the backfield, whatever. And you know, we just haven't seen much of that. And that's another reason why I think it's you don't want to give an excuse to Ben Johnson because they didn't have much last year either, and the offense was humming. So he just got he has to adjust to uh, you know what these defenses are giving to him. Yeah, it was, I think they were just more creative last year, but we'll see. We'll see how they finish the season, man. Absolutely. We got two wins now, man. Let's go. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One game at a time. We got Chicago next week. We're in a book game. We'll talk about Oof. that later. One game at a time. All right, we have Kyle, and I think then we'll end this, right? Yeah. What's up, Kyle? What's up? Hey, what's up, Kyle? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, just chilling. I'm happy the Lions won today. Just like you said, just like you said, um, just like you said, uh, TJ Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson was a, who was a, that was a, that was a, um, uh, that was a heartbreaking move. Yeah, very, very, very heartbreaking. But, man. but, but I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm still, I still torn, I still torn. Why did we? Is people, people play in line ish when we, where we trade player in our division? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of we, we doing the trades and we don't get like we don't get nothing out of it. We should have got more than we 
more than we got out of it. You you saw you saw what Miami got from from they got a pass rusher and a first round pick. Yo, you're talking about hold up, hold up. You're talking about two different players, two different positions. And Kyle, the, and Kyle, they gave up a first round pick. They didn't receive Bradley Chubb in a first round pick. Yeah, but I think I think the Lions should have like should have hold on to TJ Hawkinson a little bit more. So he he did he, he his contract wasn't his contract wasn't until like next year, right? Or yeah, he had the fifth year option. So yeah, he had one more year left, and then yeah. then then he's a free agent. Yeah, but, I think I think what happened, Kyle, uh, the, the Lions just knew they weren't going to resign him. So I mean, you're they, looking they, at they, either they, letting they, him Brian, go. Then Brian Holm will come to the press conference. Cabo, Cabo, I would have did that. I would have did that when we, when we were six and one. I'm like six and one. I'm like six and one. I know you wouldn't. We'd be winning games, and you would have put some help on our defense. Our defense would definitely, our definitely, our definitely needed help on. So I would have got, I would have done that on the defensive side, not on the offensive side. So the offensive side was. It was going was going good. You didn't have to you didn't have to move nobody or nothing. I I think I think I think I think Brad Home was just panicking and he rushed it and he didn't see it was out there. And right after right after uh right after that dude from the tight end from the Viking went on IR, the they just hot on to uh TJ Hawkins said, Oh yeah, the Lion gonna the, we we're gonna call the Lion and we're gonna ask him to give up they was get up they their second best player. Here's the thing with Hawkinson. The, he's not like the Lions don't utilize the tight ends that much. I mean, you saw today you got similar production out of Brock Wright or not Brock Wright. I'm sorry, James Joseph with the touch, touchdown, James Mitchell with the touchdown. Like they weren't going to pay Hawkinson 50 million, so you trade him instead of losing him for nothing. And yeah, they got back GM, a second and third. And the six and one talk, brother, that's GM talk. He's not going to say, yeah, I would not have traded him for. So that looks bad on you. Like he's a GM. He's good. That's like GM talk. I wouldn't read too much into that. All right, Kyle. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for coming on, Kyle. We have to go. All right. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed this show. Talking about a win, man. Just, it's different. I like it. I want to feel more of this. Dude, let's go. Hey. I want to feel more of this with Bryce Young as my quarterback, though. Wait, did you say you want to turn the season around? No, we're not. (laughs) Justin Fields is good, dude. He, He was cooking today. He lost. I think he, he, like almost, I think he almost, almost had like 200 rushing yards. Yeah, my fans I mean, loved uh, it. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to blitz and spy this guy. I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week, though. Oof. Yeah. Oof. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed. Enjoy this win. Enjoy Victory Monday. Let's I'm go. Out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. I'll see you later in the week when we release our show on the – um. or I'm sorry, when we release our uh, our thoughts on the game. And I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all, it's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. 
For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.